Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, y'all? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael. Today, we are going to be going over recruiting. CSU football now currently sits atop the recruiting rankings for On3, 247, and ESPN.com. What's really impressive is all of those sites have CSU listed at number one, and they don't even have all of their commits listed. The Rams' most recent verbal is a big-time, big-time verbal commitment in Damian Henderson, an ESPN Top 300 prospect. Listed as an athlete, I expect him to play running back. We're going to talk about his game. We are going to talk about how he compares historically to some of the best uh, signees in CSU history. At this point, obviously, only a verbal commitment. He cannot sign until December. But we're going to just kind of talk about him, how he shapes up to some of the other big recruits in program history, talk about all that, and just what a phenomenal job this staff is doing building the foundation of the roster. Before we dive into all of the latest recruiting news, get in on the hottest sports action for your shot at cold hard cash with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up for football season. Right now, new customers can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Just make your first bet up to a grand. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get another shot at a big win. Plus, DraftKings has same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, props. Your betting options legitimately feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Only with that code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Minimum $5 deposit and risk-free bet is paid out in the form of non-withdrawable free bet token. Maximum of $1,000. Restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. Like I said, we are going to be talking about the most recent verbal commitment, and that is, of course, Damian Henderson. Henderson is listed at six foot three, 185 pounds. Uh, classified as an athlete on all the recruiting sites. I personally believe he will be a running back, but watching him on film, you can see that, you know, I I just think he's a natural fit either at running back or receiver, just given with the the variety of ways that you can get the ball in your hands. I mean, particularly as a pass catching back, he reminds me a little bit of of Ajon Vivens, but I could also kind of see him being in that Melquan Stovall, Dante Wright-esque role. 
Henderson is coming off of an impressive junior campaign. He played for Long Beach Jordan High School last year. He has since transferred to Los Alamitos. Last year had 1,023 yards on just 127 carries. That's 8.1 yards a pop. Those stats are according to Max Preps. He also had 12 catches for 300 yards. If you're bad at math like me, that's 25 yards per, per catch. In total, had 12 touchdowns in 14 games played, 9 rushing, 3 receiving. According to his Twitter profile, CSU originally offered Henderson back in January. It seems that CSU was not the first to recruit him. That was actually the University of Arizona. But they were one of the first programs in on him. And it, it made the difference. At least it seemingly paid off. You know, Since being offered by CSU, he's been pursued by Oregon, San Jose State, and Washington. I saw in his Twitter page, he also had an offer listed from UAB. 247 Sports did not have that one. Regardless of, of what position he ends up playing at the collegiate level, you know, I, I wrote this in my breakdown of his commitment. You know, it's clear he's just the type of explosive athlete that this coaching staff covets. I mean, the, the goal this offseason was to get more explosive. It was to get bigger. It was to get faster. It was to get stronger. And that is what they are doing with this 2023 recruiting class. The other thing they're doing is they're landing commitments from guys that just historically would not have been committing to CSU. Kevin Lytle, the Fort Collins, Coloradoan, posted this already. But Damian Henderson, as it stands, if he were to sign with CSU, would be the fifth highest rated recruit based on 247 Sports to ever come to CSU. Number one, Justin Holland, pro-style quarterback back in 2001. He came out of my alma mater, actually, Bear Creek which later went on to produce Jake Bennett, B.C. Johnson, and Barry Wesley. So hopefully Bear Creek can get their game back together, start producing more Rams. Uh, second, Makai Fox. Guess who also signed him? Norvell. Norvell, in just two years, has landed two of the top five highest-rated high school commits in CSU history. Now, again, Fox has already signed. He was a part of the cycle last year. Henderson, as of now, only a verbal commitment, can't sign until December. But it's just clear that this coaching staff, led by Jay Norvell and recruiting coordinator Chad Savage, he also coaches wide receivers, they are just able to per persuade types of athletes that, that would not have even looked at CSU last year or the year before that. I mean, they just, they wouldn't have. And what's crazy is the fact that, I mean, CSU is doing this essentially all on selling potential. You know what I mean? The Rams are, are coming off of four consecutive losing seasons. They haven't won a bowl game now in close to a decade. They haven't won the Mountain West Conference since 2002. So the fact that these players are, are committing to CSU, you know, aside from the fact that Fort Collins is a phenomenal college town, CSU, a wonderful university, it's a great place to live. They're doing it because they believe in Jay Norvell. They believe in the direction of this program and they think that the ship has been righted. Now, obviously, this team, they're going to have to go out and win games. If you know you have back-to-back -back losing seasons, all of those feel-good moments, all of the, the positive energy from the fans, it'll start to turn. But right now, I mean, when you look at what Norvell has done already in the community and re-engaging this fan base and re-engaging with former players, alumni as a whole, and you look at what he's doing on the recruiting trail, how could you not believe in the direction of this program? I mean, it just it reminds me so much of when Nico Medved took over for Larry Eustacey, just in terms of culture shift and, and getting somebody in there who 
was brilliant as a coach, but didn't take themselves so seriously that they get this inflated sense of ego and treat everybody like dirt around them. Right now, CSU has an extremely likable coach, a very respectable man who runs a fun offense. He's been all over the country. He knows what it takes to, to compete in the FBS, but he's not walking around, you know, trying to big time everybody. It's just, it's such a refreshing change of pace. It's been a, a breath of fresh air ever since these guys came onto campus. It starts at the top, though. It starts with the type of leadership you have. And that's what trickles down throughout your program. That's what establishes the type of, you know, culture you're going to have, the environment that it's going to be like for your players, for your fans, even for just your football program, top to bottom. And I've got to imagine that if you're a high school recruit and you're coming on these visits and you're talking to Jane Orville and you're talking to Chad Savage and you're talking to Matt Mummy, Freddie Banks, whoever may be recruiting you in that process, I I bet it's hard to walk away and think, you know, I, I wouldn't want to play for that guy. I mean, they, they're just personable. And it's exciting. It's just clear that everything around this program is, is trending in the right direction. Again, you know, right now, where it's, it's kind of hype. You've got to go out and actually win games on the football field. But they're winning in the community. They're winning in the classroom. They're winning on the recruiting trail. They're bringing in guys that historically, you know, rank in the, in the top five in CSU history. If you want to go even further, Laven Brown, wide receiver, quarterback Jackson Stratton, uh, Edge, DeAndre Gill, those are all top 20 recruits in CSU history too. So assuming all five of those guys end up signing, or I should say, assuming both Brown and Henderson also sign and, and they join the ranks of Mackay Fox, quarterback Jackson Stratton, both of those guys are already on the team, and um, edge rusher DeAndre Gill, that's five of the top 20 recruits, high school recruits, in CSU program history. Now, that's not factoring into the equation. Guys like Preston Williams, D. Hart, Nate Craig Myers, depending on which recruiting sites you're looking at, you know, those are the, based on what I've been able to find, those are the technically the three highest rated recruits to sign with the Ram. But those guys were all in completely different scenarios. Yeah, they were all, you know, top 100 ESPN recruits, top 50 in the case of both Preston Williams and Nate Craig Myers. But, you know, they were former five-star guys that were disgruntled with their program after having already gone somewhere else. They needed a new, new home. And then, you know, D. Hart obviously had a previously established relationship with Jim McElwain. Mike Bobo had a previously re- established relationship with both Preston Williams and Nate Craig Myers, having recruited both of those guys heavily out of high school. The key difference is that while those relationships were were strong enough that they were ultimately able to get them later on down the line, it's not like those five-star guys were, were picking CSU out of high school. Norvell, he is getting these guys to pick the Rams out of high school. They don't have to go somewhere else, fail, and then come over. They're believing in CSU. They're choosing to go to CSU after four straight losing seasons, after essentially you know being an embarrassment in the conference and, and basically losing every important game that's mattered for the last five years. I know that hurts to say it doesn't, it kills me more than anyone to say that, but it's just been brutal. You know, they haven't been beating air force. They've only beaten Wyoming once, you know, in the last five years, they still have yet to beat Boise state and the ways that they've lost some of those games to Boise state and San Diego state with all the special teams blunders. It's just been, it's been bad. The Utah state game, like most of the attention that CSU has gotten nationally the last couple of years has been, for embarrassing reasons. And now you have this new coach. He comes in and he just completely changes everything. 
According to the recruitings on ESPN.com, CSU presently number one. They are followed by San Diego State, two, three, Boise. Those are the exact same rankings that 247 has. Again, CSU one, San Diego State, two, three, Boise. On 3.com, however, has CSU first with Boise second and San Diego State third. All three of the major sites have some form of those three sitting at the top. Obviously, a lot can change between now and signing day. So, you know, we don't want to count our eggs before they've hatched or anything like that. I mean, Ram fans remember all too well what it was like under Bobo to lose. God, what was it? It was like four or five guys, two power five programs on signing day. They just got all these recruits poached. It was a it was a brutal process. But the early indications are that, you know, this is a program on the rise. And it's not just me that's saying it. Like, obviously... I want CSU to turn things around. I wouldn't get on this podcast and, and, you know, lie to you. But I mean, when you look across the country, people are buying into CSU. Phil Steele has them as a, a top 20 improved team in the country. I'll talk about that momentarily. You want to let, let's just let's transition now. I've, I've pretty much said what I wanted to say. As far as recruiting goes, I'll just wrap it up here with a couple more thoughts. It's it, just the fact that this staff has been able to rebuild the roster that they've been able to come in and establish such strong recruiting pipelines on the West Coast all in, you know, eight months essentially is is crazy. And I just think they deserve a lot of praise. And I'm really excited about the direction this program is heading. All right. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Once we reopen the DNVR bar, beers will be on tap. Regular seltzers are going to be sold as well. What makes Breckenridge so amazing is that they truly have a beer for every occasion. I mean, they're essentially sponsoring my family vacation here. We've got uh, hard seltzers, hard soda. We've got some Mountain Beach. I love a good sour. You can't go wrong with a classic Avalanche Amber Ale. I mean, you just you can't go wrong with the Avalanche. It, it never misses. I love it in the fall. I love it in winter. I mean, it's just a, it's a perfect beer. Summer's coming to an end. If you haven't tried... They're a shandy. It's delicious. I love a good strawberry sky. Whatever it is, check out the Breck Beer Locator. Find the closest liquor store, grocery store, whatever near you, and you will be able to locate where they are selling all of these delicious beers, seltzers, hard sodas, you name it. We love Breck. You love Breck. We all love some Breck. I also want to give you guys my DraftKings pick of the week. It is that time. It's time we start looking ahead. It's time to start getting those futures bets placed for college football, for the NFL, but also for the NBA. I mean, basketball is going to be right around the corner. I'm looking at the Nuggets over under for the win total for the year. It's set at 49 and a half. I just, I don't get it. I mean, have they not watched Nikola Jokic these last couple of years? They're implying we're not going to win 50 games. I mean, they should be getting Jamal Murray back. You should be getting MPJ back. I just don't see a scenario in which that doesn't hit. Because of that, I'm taking the over, over 49 and a half wins over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get that at minus 140 odds. Maybe throw it in a parlay. I'll I'll be honest. I parlayed it with Romeo Dubs to an NFL Rookie of the Year. I think he is going to kill it. Uh, Really encouraging, by the way, to see what guys like Romeo Dubs and Cole Turner doing at the next level. Former Nevada guys, former products of this air raid offense. Great to see that the talent transcends to the next level. CSU wants that as well. Got to get that wide receiver U brand back strong. But uh, anyways, getting back on target here. Over 49 and a half wins for the Denver Nuggets. Minus 140 odds over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Lock it in.
All right, I don't want to spoil too much of the Phil Steele CSU preview. I respect his work very much. I highly recommend that you go out and buy his annual college football preview. I mean, there's just so much valuable information in there. Phil actually has CSU as the 15th most improved team in the entire country and puts in writing that he expects the Rams to make a bowl game. I too expect CSU to make a bowl game. I mean, obviously you're going to need some things to break your way. You're going to need a young, you know, red shirt freshman quarterback to take the reins and, you know, largely make the right decisions. We all know he has the physical tools, but it's one thing to, to do it, do it in practice. It's another thing to you know, go out and move the sticks in the big house in the, the, the biggest stadium in the country, or, you know, even that Nevada game, that, that Nevada game in Reno should be insanely hostile. I mean, there's going to be some tough environments. CSU is going to have to pull out some some wins. They're going to have to finally start winning those games. Like, I mean, last year, Vanderbilt, South Dakota State, it's just unacceptable. You can't lose those games at home. You can't. This year, you know, you got to beat Sacramento State at home. You got to beat Middle Tennessee at the very minimum, you know, start 500 in non-conference play. If you're able to steal one on the road, you know, in Pullman, you know, maybe you're sitting three and one going into that Nevada game. There's... There's a lot of scenarios I could see CSU making a bowl this year, but they just they have to stop losing those gimme games. I mean, last year they got San Jose State, they got New Mexico. That's great. You win two more games, you know, you're you're flirting with a bowl at that point. When you lose those games, though, it's just so devastating and it's it's hard to come back. You know, I, I genuinely feel like that Utah State game gutted the Rams. I mean, they had every opportunity to win it, and when it fell through, it just seemed like the, the life went out of the team. One thing I did want to bring up, though, from the Phil Steele preview, again, not going to spoil the whole thing. Go buy it. He has Drew Kulik, redshirt freshman linebacker, in the projected starting lineup. Kulik started the spring game, actually had an interception, played well over Cameron Carter. Uh, just cracks me up because when I've seen all the you know preseason lists, um, I don't remember who did it. But somebody said that Cameron Carter was the best returning player on CSU. He's a guy that's been very productive for the Rams over the years. But it kind of shows, you know, that those people putting those previews together weren't doing their research. I mean, it, it was out and about that, you know, Carter got benched in the spring game for a walk on. After that game, Jay Norvell was adamant that they needed their linebackers to make more plays. That It was a position they were going to target. Carter will obviously have a, a chance to you know, earn that that starting role back in, in fall camp. But, you know, based on the conversation that Phil Steele had with Jay Norvell before he did his his preview, I don't think that he would have been putting a red shirt freshman, you know, former walk-on in his projected starting lineup unless that's what Norvell was telling him he expected was going to happen. You know, again, we've got to go through all of fall camp, but that is definitely, I think, the most p- interesting position group to follow on the entire team is you know, who ends up starting at linebacker. I think you can pretty much pencil in Daquan Jackson, but I think it's fairly open outside of that. And, you know, particularly in this in this new defense, in the 4-2-5, you've, you've really got to make plays if you're out there starting at, at linebacker. So I'm, I'm interested to see that. I thought that was significant. I, I just thought it was worth mentioning on the pod today. The other thing I wanted to mention is that 2022 wide receiver Rex Haynes uh, out of Cathedral Catholic High School in San Diego, was originally going to walk on at CSU. It was going to be a PWO situation, you know, walk on this fall, probably get placed on scholarship the year after. He has since decided to enroll at the University of Arizona. 
I'm not sure if he's on scholarship or if he walked on, but he is listed on their roster. And I saw a couple of reports mentioning that he was on the the field for their first day of camp. I just wanted to mention that though, Rex Haynes will not be walking on at CSU this fall. Instead, we'll be playing for the Arizona Wildcats. Hurts the depth a little bit. I mean, you know, they wanted to bring more receivers on, but they've got some studs, you know, coming out of high school and from that 2022 class when you look at some of those guys out of Inglewood and stuff. So I'm I'm not worried about it. You know, it seems like based on what I've been told, he just thought he had a a better chance to succeed early on at the U of A than he would at CSU. We wish him uh, the best. His dad was an NFL receiver. So good bloodlines, you know, I hope it, I hope it works out for him. Just wanted to mention that he will not be a Ram this fall. Instead, we'll be at the U of A. All right. That's all I have for today. Much love to all of you for continuing to support my content. I'm really looking forward to this football season. We're looking forward to fall camp. Um, we're going to get some scrimmages, you know, that's probably where we'll get the most information. I'm not going to do the whole Broncos training camp thing where you try and make everything a story. I don't know. It just gets, it gets a little excessive. In my opinion, to me, you want the information that actually matters. You know what I mean? Not the, we got better today, you know, generic shit that you used to read in the new newspaper 20 years ago. Anyways, football is back, baby. I can't wait. I know you guys can't wait either. If you're not a DNVR member, sign up for an annual subscription. It's, it's only 60 bucks. You get a free t-shirt in the process. I mean, that's a 30 to $35 value, depending on what shirt you choose. At that point, I mean, that's 30 bucks for 12 months of in-depth coverage, CSU basketball, CSU football. I think it's worth it. On top of that, you know, you get access to everything else we do at DNVR. You know, my guy, Ryan Green, the best videographer in town, you know, doing all kinds of sweet stuff for the Broncos. We've got, you know, the best basketball player in the world, in my opinion, and Nikola Jokic, We've got the best hockey player in the world and Kale McCarr. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff you want to read about. The Rockies, not so much at the moment, but uh, our people, our Patrick Lyons and Susie Hunter, they're killing it. They're still providing content daily for those diehard baseball fans. Nobody makes it better to be a sports fan in the Colorado community than we do at DNVR. That, that's it. I'm not going to give you the hard pitch any further, but you know, I ask of you, if you like me, if you like my podcast, you know, consider, you know, supporting my writing. Promise I will certainly bust my ass this fall to make it worth your while. Work nights, work days, work weekends. You do what it takes. I mean, that's this industry. All right, enough of that. That's all I've got for today. Much love. Peace. Machetes at a deli in New Delhi Feeling scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice But water's the truth so I sip on that too Skinny looking kid with no car keys Like the only thing I drive is RCRV's Got the stash like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly like non